Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Hankook Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I doubt the future. I doubt the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's RJ Bell. You heard it. I'm RJ live here in Las Vegas. It is Tuesday, the day after Monday. That means Monday night football recap. What a game! We got the typical talk radio stuff, officials, and also what really happened. Because as we told you guys yesterday, it was one of the funniest lines I've seen in years. The amount of money on the Lions was shocking. And now that we see the Lions covered, we're going to dig in. Joined in studio by the pros who know, Brad Powers, all the college knowledge, Steve Fezzik making a special Tuesday appearance after his uh, starring role at G2E. How'd it go, Fez? It went well. RJ, can you imagine this? The session I was on was how can operators maximize sports betting profits? So they looked at you as like, this is who we got to – we now know the enemy. He's right there on the stage. (laughs) And they identified me as such. Now, did you use cockroach at any time to talk about the bookmakers? 
I thought about it, but then I decided not to. Oh, political Fezzik. Nothing worse. <laughs> Nothing worse. Sports batters listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. My promise, we will deliver the Vegas truth to you. But you cannot have pros without Joe's. He's in L.A. He's Jones Stock. Always good to be here, RJ. And we start on straight out of Vegas with, of course, Monday night football. All sorts of controversy after what we saw last night in Green Bay. The Packers, a 23-22 win over the Detroit Lions. A game many people fell, felt was not officiated uh, up to a high enough manner or high enough degree, RJ. Yeah, and, and that's been driving the conversation. And I think it's worth discussing but it's also worth quantifying, well, how much of an effect did this have? Because if you're saying who should have won the game, the calls were massive, no doubt. If you're saying what really happened on that field, and that's the difference. Professional batters, winning batters, those who are trying to win at batting, they aren't as concerned, at least as batters, who wins the game. It's what really happened? And if they bet the game, it's who covered. Because if you have a team that does, let's just start with the cliche, turnovers. And it's a cliche for a reason. Maybe the biggest factor in NFL results is going to be the net turnover margin. Feds, we had an extreme one here with Green Bay being minus three. Absolutely right, RJ. And I think Brad has numbers on how teams do when they're minus three in turnovers. Right, Brad? Last 30 years, guys, listen up. Straight up, teams that are minus three in turnovers only win 10% of the time and only cover right around 11% of the time. The fact that Green Bay was minus three in turnovers and still won the game says to me, historically, that they were the better team. Yeah, so let's just start there. Nothing is bigger than turnovers. Literally, if you win the turnover battle by one, two, three, at all, you cover the spread 77% of the time. Think about that for a second. Just tell me who – I'd have a mansion and a yacht bigger than Fez's. <laughs> yeah. so, so to some degree, we're going to have to say, well, what does plus or minus three mean on point differential? Maybe let's build that case. Brad, do you, do you have the point differential on that? I do not, but I'll get it. Yeah, pull that up because, Fez, we'll get that number – and then the question becomes, okay, they overcame that. Let's talk about the officials. Does anyone here think it wasn't egregious, the bad calls? No, no. they were. Yeah, they were bad. All right. So now the question is, it, if I say seven points for Detroit, does that feel right? Like, what do we, what do we adjust for Detroit off of those calls? I think five points, RJ. I think it's fair to say that, Detroit had a nine-point lead when they got uh, Green Bay got gifted an extra score. I think Green Bay would have lost the game by a small margin had that call not been made. Okay, does anyone disagree with that? No. Okay, no. so we got when we think about okay, what adjustments? You know, think about sc uh, scores. Right at the end of the game, there's a box score. The next day or two, the Serious fans are going to put that game away, right? I don't know if they're keeping their own logs or just in their memory, but what is our net-net on this game? And now we're saying, okay, plus five for Detroit. What we're going to have is a number for the three turnovers, which are a big element of luck, and say, okay, there's that adjustment. And, oh, look, just popped into my 
screen. Oh, from Brad Powers. Interesting. Minus three turnovers lose on average by 13 points straight up. So literally, and this is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of games. So literally we can say Green Bay, if they were even in turnovers, would have had 13 more points net net. Five points adjusted for the great call for Green Bay, bad call for Detroit. So now we're 13 minus five. We're at eight, plus eight Green Bay. Fez, what else you got? I think it was a tale of two halves with Matthew Stafford, RJ. He came out loose. He was a gunslinger, was fantastic in the first half, averaged 14 yards per pass play. And then in the second half, he got tight. He only averaged three per pass play. Totally different quarterback. Okay, now are we sure he got tight? Or did Green Bay make adjustments on defense? I mean, you know, he looked to be more cautious in the second half once Detroit had the lead. Okay, so we've got a number, and this number always makes the rounds. I think sometimes people misunderstand it. So, Brad, go through this number when it comes to Stafford against better teams. Yeah, so Matthew Stafford in his career against teams that finish with a winning record, 9-54. and 54. That's straight up. 9-54 and 54 against teams that finished with a winning record, Matthew Stafford in his career. 9 out, nine and 54, so wow. So it's 9 out of 63 games he won. Yep. I mean, I get it. A winning team is better than average, but like 9-7 and is a winning team. Now, it's a little <laughs> convoluted that, it, that you retroactively... Now, in a weird way, I think it makes more sense. Like, what a team ends up at the end of the year... Doesn't necessarily tell you how good they were earlier, but it's very correlated. But still, what is that just luck? I mean, Jonas, as a fan, do you look at that and say bad luck, or is there something about Stafford? Is there something about the Lions organization? Well, I think obviously the Lions organization is is partly at fault here. I mean, this is an organization where their two best players in the history of the organization, Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders, both were on bad, bad terms with the organization, Calvin Johnson still to this day. So they've had dysfunction there for years and years. Uh, they haven't won a playoff game since 1991. And so when you see Stafford struggle in these big games, Part of it is on him, but there's an aura about the Lions that you just assume the worst is going to happen, and it usually does. Yeah, that's what I mean. Bill Simmons talks about the Red Sox that before they, you know, uh, the curse of the Bambino got vanquished, they felt it, right? Is there's certain teams when they're down, you're scared. Yeah. And there's certain teams when you're up, you're scared. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, the, I think the lines are one of those. It's like, uh-oh, what's going to happen now? <laughs> so, Fez, let's, get, uh, let's wrap up the number side. I think this is fascinating. We should probably do more of this, which is let's quantify turnovers. Let's quantify other factors and then do an adjusted final. So my question is yardage-wise, first down-wise, all that, what's your takeaways? Yeah, well, Green Bay dominated all the stats, RJ, plus 150 on yardage, yards per play, an extra yard per play. But a big part of that, I think, is the way the game played out with Detroit getting the big lead and then Green Bay, Detroit allowing Green Bay to get back into it. So I'm not going to give as much credit as I normally would give a Green Bay Packer team that dominated the overall stats. So what was the yardage? 299 Detroit, 447 Green Bay. Ooh, oof. Now, when you turn the ball over, that hurts your yardage. 
Sure. I mean, think about it. You don't have the ball. So if you turn it over three times and you outgain your opponent by this much, that's rare. Absolutely. Right? And, you know, what's interesting is if you recall, when the, the box score in this game was almost identical yardage-wise to when Green Bay lost to the Eagles. That was a game Green Bay outgained their opponent by about 150 yards also. Yeah, that's interesting. So, obviously, the games went differently, you know, anti-Green Bay, pro-Green Bay here, but still Green Bay statistically doing very well. I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas. So, net-net, if I told you put a score, there's going to be the final score, that's God's score, let's say. And then it's Fezzik's score right to the right. What's the score in this game? And just give me a plus you know, point. You know, Green Bay by five. Green Bay loses by five. What's your gut? Green Bay by six. Okay. So even though, and, and all of this is for a batter, right? I mean, it's, or for a fan who wants to really understand what's going on. It doesn't mean the Lions, even though it's, uh, Fez is saying, oh, the Lions didn't play as well as Green Bay, net, net. It doesn't mean you can't win some of those games, right? It doesn't mean you're going you're gonna to lose some games that you play better, so you might as well win a few that you play worse. But it doesn't mitigate how bad that call was. But I think people coming away saying, oh, the Lions, they should have won that game, and, boy, they, they did so well. Yeah. They did, but not as well as you might think from that narrative. Jonas, just with your eye test, what do you come away with? Uh, overall, I think, look, the calls were terrible. Um, you can't deny those. Even looking back on them, they were awful calls. But if you're the Lions and you win a turnover battle and you've got to settle over and over again for five field goals, this feels like the NFC title game all over again. The Saints can complain about the call all they want. They had opportunities to put more points on the board, and none of this would have been an issue. Yeah, yeah, but, like, imagine, what was your favorite, did you play any high school sports? Yeah, I played football. Okay, so imagine a situation where you lose a tight game, and you find out that somehow the the ball the other team used on offense was two inches smaller, and, you know, just easier to throw for a high school kid, whatever. Would you have said, yeah, we only lost by four, and hey, we could have scored more points, so who cares if the ball... I mean, just to me, that's caught... You and Colin are on the same side with this, where it seems like that no bad call was egregious if somehow you could have played a hypothetical game that would have overcame it, but why would they have to overcome it? Well, I, look, I think the calls were, were awful, so I'm not... I'm putting those as both are both can be true in this in this sense to where the calls were bad the officials did a bad job the Lions got screwed multiple times in that game last night but the Lions also had other opportunities so I'm not saying that one absolves the other one I'm just saying overall my takeaway was the Lions had a lot of missed opportunities and then combine that with the refs and you get what we got last night yeah what I'm just blown away by is absolves I mean it, it, what, stru- <laughs> what struck me was you ever see a movie where they have someone who speaks English the whole movie and you get no sense that they're particularly educated and then they're on the phone and they're talking like in Arabic or something and it's like, what you know, what the heck? This guy's not who we think. You know, it's not so much Arabic <laughs> about terrorism. It might be super educated or he's on the phone, you know, doing some deal in India. Who knows? I got a feeling that Jonas at home like has glasses on. <laughs> He's ordering his assistants around. I mean, like, 
imagine how cool that would be if you had like a, like three businesses, a construction company. Is there any of that? No, I, I'm a regular Alfred Einstein. So don't worry about it. I got it. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to tell you why this was one of the most shocking lines I've seen in years. It just did not make sense. And we're going to see what Fezzik thought of it that's coming up next he's rj bell i'm jonas knox and this is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on fox sports radio be sure to catch live editions of straight out of vegas weekdays at 6 p.m eastern 3 p.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app covino and rich here and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball meet up with old friends or show off the alma mater to your kids spring is prime time in college towns and if you're planning a trip two words for you Graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. 
Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will find out why a line was made in the NFL this past week. It was mystery, no doubt about it. And we'll be talking about that literally next. We're joined in studio, Ken Thompson, full house, baby, college football expert, bottom of the hour, Tuesdays with Thompson. It's going to be a crossfire, Brad versus Ken. The college experts go at it. Great day to join us every weekday, 200 Fox Sports Radio stations across the country, foxsportsradio.com, iHeartRadio app, also Sirius XM, and on podcast, just search for RJ Bell. Right now in Las Vegas on the Strip, it's 84 degrees, and the neon is chugging chugging so, so rj you talked about this and you mentioned it a couple of times last week when we talked about this lions and packers game on monday night football and we've talked about the officiating how the game went but still can't seem to figure out why the line was set where it was so let's talk about and set this the table because the end of the show yesterday is probably one of the most important things i've done we've done in over a year what we did was we spent the entire last segment discussing how this line did not make sense. So the line was Green Bay favored by three and a half. Three and a half, mm, okay, home field straight. No. Green Bay has, by some accounts, I would agree with this actually, the best home field in the NFL, the most significant. Uh, Seattle's in the mix. New Orleans is in the mix. I'd say those are the big three. Now, four points is a fair estimate. Faz, you agree with that, right? I do. Okay. Now, four points if they're even. If the line's three and a half Green Bay, that means Detroit is better. Now, think about this. How many people do you know that are NFL fans? They could bet they might not. They might be really expert. They might not. How many people do you know that entered this week you know, before this game, saying Detroit's better than Green Bay. Does anybody None. know anybody? No. No. <laughs> All right. Jonas, anyone? No, nobody. Yeah. I mean, it's I don't. Fez, we might think, oh, yeah, you know, that's the fans. That's the casual batters. Fez is as connected, I'd say, to the middle managers, the middle pro batters. And that's the thing to think about. There's really three stratas with pro batters. One is... The syndicates, they've got six, eight, maybe 18 people working for them. Uh, allegedly, Billy Walters was a good example of that. 60 Minutes did a piece, just search for uh, Billy Walters, 60 Minutes. Biggest batter, allegedly. I always say allegedly, always with Billy Walters. Uh, a lot of respect, <laughs> fear. So <laughs> he is or was at the pinnacle. But there was... And is other groups like that. Fez, if you had to guesstimate, and no one really knows, they don't want anyone to know, how many groups of substantial size that are getting down six figures on a game, not every game necessarily, but they're bigger games, how many of those do you think exist? Over under six and a half, RJ. 
Oh, that's interesting. Ken, you are very connected in Vegas. Uh, you have your radio show here. What would your number be? Yeah, it's right around there. I mean, I follow Fezzik as far as X. I know he follows the big money, as does my buddy Chuck Edel. So yeah. right around there, seven sounds good. All right. So think about it. There's six, seven organizations is our estimate that, that have between 10 and 30 people working for him. And one of the guys that we had working for pregame.com for a couple years, and unfortunately he had an accident and passed away, um, Dave Malinsky worked with Billy Walters for about 10 years. So off the record, I got some insight. And, you know, it was it was an organization. It's just that simple. Some people were there to handicap certain sports, others for injuries, others for weather, maybe one for injuries, one for weather. Getting down was one of the keys. They got people across the country. At one point, allegedly, uh, Billy Walters and that kind of syndicate group had a call center just across the border in California and Mexico. <laughs> and it's true, yeah. So the theory was no laws against it. You know, I mean, a serious operation. By some estimates, Billy Walters won $300 million betting sports. So that's the guy. And now you've got a lot of artificial intelligence-driven programs and a lot of scientist types that are trying to do similar things. Then you've got Fezzik. And that crowd, and I believe Fezzik is amongst, if not the best of that middle crowd that doesn't want to work for anyone. They don't, if they wanted to work for someone, they'd be an actuary. They're going to be an outlaw. <laughs> They're going to do what, go to Reno in a disguise if they want. Right, Fez? Any chance to get a lot of action in, you do what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> amongst those guys, they're betting, you know, some on a big game are betting 20,000. Others, you know, two or 3,000. Okay. Fez had Green Bay in this game. Early line move last Wednesday. He said, you know, I'm just going to throw one of my early tickets out there. Boom, on Twitter, $2,000 on Green Bay. Now, nothing to brag about right now, but still showing you what kind of scale we're talking. It's big. You know, someone bets 10000 on a game. That's big money. But it's one-tenth or less of what the big syndicates. And then finally, you got the duct tape shoe guys. The guys that are just <laughs> making the rent. And maybe they're at the plasma place now and again. But they are past <laughs> ever being able to work for anyone. They're usually in their 50s. And their hygiene isn't great. I, th I think we all, well, let's say around this table we know. Those guys <laughs> yeah. are often very sharp. Right. But is it bankroll management? Is it they don't have enough bankroll to get enough ad? Whatever it is, they're struggling. And some of them are falling behind. That's why they can't buy new shoes. Fez, would you say that's a good overview? A very good summary, RJ. All right. That's Steve Fezzik. I'm RJ Bell. We're talking about syndicates and professional batters, which lead into what happened last night, because this was fascinating. Fez, of all the people you knew below the syndicate level, how many thought the Lions were the better team? None. None. Zero. Zero point zero. So to me, the question becomes, who in the heck was batting it? How in the heck was the line three and a half? And I'm still yeah. 
Go ahead. I'm still struggling with it, RJ. And we, you know, we talked about it before the game even starts. Like, how is this line? How is the point spread dropping? Saying you, you laid it all out that Detroit is effectively the better team. Now, I know Green Bay's best wide receiver, Adams, was out, but he's not worth nearly enough to flip this around and make Detroit better. Everyone I spoke to says, yeah, Green Bay, they're a top 10 team. And we can debate is Detroit, they're somewhere middle of the road. Are they the 14th best team? Are they the 17th best team? But no way is Detroit as good as Green Bay. But somehow, some way, I think it's fair to say that Detroit looked a lot better than we would have expected. And that's the issue, which is when there's a line, and there's really two issues here. Both super important. When there's a line that doesn't make sense to you, don't think of it as an opportunity. Be scared. Now, if you think a line is wrong and you can understand why, oh, they're overvaluing that. You know, I remember a game because, you know, this whole conversation, Colin reached out uh, and uh, Goulet, his producer, did this morning and said, hey, what would the line be? You know, what kind of upgrade or downgrade if Cam came back? And I reached out to Fez, got his opinion. And the theory was that if Cam's 100% healthy, he's two points better than Allen. And if he's the healthy was early in the year, well, he's two points worse. I actually agree with that pretty much spot on. That was Fez's thoughts. Kudos. So... To me, that harkens back to the game where Cam was announced out, like on a Thursday or Wednesday, I think. And the line adjusted like seven points, six points. And the line had already been adjusted, right? So, Fez, we looked at that and said, oh, that's one of our super contest picks. Easy. And let's bet this thing. And it won. But why weren't we scared? Because we understood that the market, that the batters were overvaluing Cam. We felt like the Cam we saw certainly couldn't be worth that much over any professional quarterback, really. Is that yeah, a fair re- assessment? Yeah, and in retrospect, think about this. Carolina was plus three with Kyle Allen at Arizona. In what alternate universe could that line possibly have been right, RJ? It wasn't, and we knew why it was wrong. We could have lost easily, though, but we knew why it was wrong, and we bet it proudly took off the rubber band with no ambivalence, no apprehension. Well, yesterday for the whole D segment, right before the top of the hour, I explained all the reasons I felt like Green Bay was better. And then I said, I'm not betting a penny on this. I'm not even betting Fez's bet. And the reason was simple. I can't explain why the line was what it was. And thus that scared me. And I think in hindsight, we pray, it looks like the biggest batters were much higher, the syndicates on the Lions, than anyone else. It could have been one. I mean, it could have been one syndicate saying we are making, you know, like a three, four million dollar stand on a game. They'll do that in the NFL. And that kind of money from that kind of syndicate isn't enough to balance the books, you know, to make it where the line would be artificially depressed or you know down to three and a half but the bookies see who's betting it with both fists an open order as they say and they say okay we'll get lopsided too on that side we have no problem being you know the public can bet green bay the other pros can bet green bay if this group is betting this much 
we are willing, because we only got to win 47.5%, right? Because they're 10 to win 11. You agree with that, Fez? I do. Why are you here? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's interesting, RJ, despite all that money that came in on Detroit, the point spread was still in question with the second-to-last play of the game where Green Bay could have scored the final touchdown. So says the guy that had the Green Bay ticket. So (laughs) what, what I'll say is, you're right. That's the whole point is what makes this such a beguiling endeavor. Betting sports, handicapping sports, or being an astute fan is that usually when you have the scientific method, you have a hypothesis, then there's a trial, and then you assess it, you grade it. Imagine shooting Brad Powers as a free throw champion, shooting free throws. <laughs> what do you do? You shot him. You look. Oh, okay. Oh, long. Next time. Oh, good. Good. Now, I would throw a rock at you, get you off the line, and you had to go back up. But still, that's <laughs> how you do it. But in betting, there's no such thing. You just get this, this artif- not artificial, you get this imperfect result that, that we just concluded should have been Green Bay winning by more than the point spread so fascinating but take it with you this is betting this is life if you don't know why you have an edge there's probably someone trying to make you feel like you have an edge when you don't last thing i'm looking to bet the lions the next game because whenever you see a syndicate or someone take that kind of stand they know something fundamentally about that team that other people don't And my guess is, and let me ask anyone here, would anyone want to bet me blind the next five Lions games? I'll take that they cover. You take that they don't. You know, we'll auto bet, you know, whatever per game. Does anyone want to fade the Lions? No, I'm not betting betting anybody at any point for the next several years. (laughs) But but that's the ultimate. Oh, I'm sorry. Who was jumping in? RJ, I just wanted to interject. There were a couple guys on my show that did like the Lions, and the reason being, they said they should have been 4-0. They blew an 18-point lead to Arizona in the fourth quarter. They had Kansas City figured out outside of the 101-yard fumble return from the end zone, and then they thought that you know Detroit off the bye, they'd beaten Green Bay four in a row. Not going to be intimidated. They thought it was enough points for the Lions to get off and cover that game. You know, it sounds like Fezzik, the way he, he, all those excuses, it was like, well, there was this and there was that. No, listen, you could, you usually, I mean, to me, tying Arizona wouldn't be necessarily, or giving up an 18 point lead isn't a selling point to me. But no, I think that they probably, the Lions, smart fans felt they were rated higher than maybe the casual fans did, but not, not better than Green Bay. And I'm not saying your guys did it. I'm just saying that was not even 10% of the people. So, and, you know, uh, I, there's always going to be an exception. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, when it comes to the colleges, we have the dream team with us, Ken Thompson and Brad Powers. And let's be candid, very adversarial. Like, they're each <laughs> stalking each other. They want to be known as the best college guy. You know, we'll sit here and decide over time I love both of the depth of knowledge of both of them. But every Tuesday, as coined by Jonas, it's going to be Tuesdays with Thompson at the bottom of the hour. Brad and him go at it, crossfire on a game or on a concept. And this week, Jonas, we got, we're talking a little SEC football. Yep. And let's be clear, we're going to have Brad go first, then take our commercial, 
and then have Ken go after. So Ken's going to have time to think. It's like a chess move. It's going to get sealed, giving Ken the edge because it's Brad's home court. That's right, and we've got Georgia coming off a loss to South Carolina, an upset last weekend, a 25-point favorite right now hosting Kentucky. And let's talk about not this week's game. Let's talk about what happened with Georgia last Saturday, where Georgia, a three-touchdown favorite, loses outright to South Carolina. No question about it, you got to downgrade Georgia. But I'm here to tell you, there's going to be an overreaction, not only by Ken Thompson, but the rest of the market, overreaction to that loss. And we've been talking all show about you know what, what happened last night in the Monday Night Football game, What you know diving into the box score. Let's dive into that South Carolina-Georgia box score. Because I'll tell you what, if you took a Sharpie and you know blacked out the score of the game and you blacked out the turnover margin and you just looked at Georgia, 468 yards, South Carolina, 297. Hmm. Georgia clearly the better team, right? First downs, Georgia 30. South Carolina 16. I mean, Georgia in almost every single way was the far superior team where they weren't the most important statistic in college football and in football in general, turnovers. Georgia was minus four in turnovers. How do teams do when they're minus four in turnovers? Well, they only win in college football 11% of the time. This is going back all the way to 1980. 40 years, teams that are minus four in turnovers win 11% of the time. They get outscored by 20 points per game. So the fact that the game went to double overtime and it came down to a missed kick by an All-American kicker says Georgia easily was the far superior team. I'm here to tell you there's an overreaction to that loss with Georgia last Saturday, RJ. No, very, very well done. Ken had something to do here. So, <laughs> no, that was well done. And the question is, though, are we being too uh, cerebral, is Brad? Because here's what I know. Georgia plays very few games until late in the season, it seems like, that are competitive. When you play those games and you lose one as a 20-plus point favorite, it has to mean something. If it was 162 games like baseball, no problem. It has to mean something. How much is the question? So when we come back, we're going to get the response, the rebuttal from Ken Thompson. Also, not one, but two best bets. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Covino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. We will continue with our crossfire regarding one major college football program in just one moment. Do want to let you know that we are brought to you by Hooters. Coming to Hooters every Monday, all season to play Monday Night Moneyball. You're just a few easy questions away from a chance of cash prizes, freebies, and a trip to the season ender in Miami. Play Monday Night Moneyball at HootersMoneyBall.com. So Brad Powers made his case for his crossfire on the Georgia Bulldogs with Ken Thompson, RJ, a major disagreement regarding the Bulldogs. Yeah, so what we're assessing is what level of adjustment should have been made off the Georgia upset, monster upset. Brad's point was quite savvy. Hey, they lost. If you look at the stats, you look at the turnovers, all the things that typically dictate who wins and loses. Georgia didn't play up to potential, didn't play up to expectation, but they didn't play bad enough to lose. Ken, you're on the other side. I am on the other side. And I'll tell you what, if 
I know Brad's younger than me, but if he ever plays bingo, he'll probably win a blackout game because that's all he was doing over there on the scoreboard there for South Carolina. <laughs> hey, here's the thing. South Carolina, three sacks. Georgia, zero on South Carolina. South Carolina down to a third-string quarterback. Georgia still can't win. They get a gift call at the end. That helps them put the game into overtime. You never felt, if you watched the game, like Georgia was going to win that game. You never felt any type of separation. Big 24-and-a-half-point favorite. Never felt they were better than a score, better than the road team. Muschamp did a heck of his job against the alma mater. I don't think Georgia's near as good as they've been the last two years. The receiving core is garbage right now, so they rely on DeAndre Swift and Jake Fromm. But Jake Fromm doesn't have any receivers getting separation right now. Defense isn't that great. This team will not make the playoff. They will not make the playoff, RJ. Ooh, now that was good. See, guys, this is why... I just won't let a single pro go, yeah, yeah, turnover, yeah, yeah, wind. Ugh, enough, enough. <laughs> and there's another side to it. So, Brad, I'm going to let you quickly respond to the one point about the third-string quarterback. That's interesting. Where was that in your analysis? <laughs> it wasn't. But, I mean, obviously the backup gets hurt during the course of the game. What did they do after Well, hold on a second. That Imagine if you were making the other case. It could be like – Somehow, even with the third stringer coming off the bench like Fletch, well, they I mean, scored it, zero points with the third string quarterback. The only touchdown they won they the could game after Helinski went out was a seventy-five yard pick six. You know what I find interesting is if you listen to Ken closely, he said, "If you watch the game." Was that accusatory, Ken, that somehow you watch more games than Brad? <laughs> no, Brad. Why, Brad's reading the box score. He's not watching the game. Ooh. Oh, I watched that game. And RJ, Ooh. here's the other thing. When you look at Georgia's body of work, they beat Vandy. A team UNLV just went down there and beat by two scores. They all beat right, Notre Dame right. barely. They don't uh, really have get any your quality best wins. Hey, last thing, Brad. How much do you think Georgia's been adjusted off that loss? About five points in the marketplace, RJ. A downgrade. Yeah, downgrade. Downgrade five points. I think about half of that is worthy. I think half of it's just because the fact they lost the game. It wasn't that, you know, so far they didn't meet expectation. It was they actually lost the game outright. And, guys, that's an important point. Clemson had a very similar situation, but they won the game against North Carolina. They weren't downgraded near as much. But when it comes to how good Georgia really is, that last field goal doesn't matter all that much. Jonas, rapid fire, baby. we got two best bets and a couple of minutes left. That's right. It is a Thompson Tuesday here. Every Tuesday we get a best bet from Ken Thompson. There you go. Oklahoma State's going to be the play. They come off a bye playing a Baylor team. Very fortunate to still be unbeaten. Somehow, some way, they are. They'll go to Stillwater. I think they're going to get their doors blown off. This is a good Oklahoma State team with the best running back in the country in Chubba Hubbard. Already 13 touchdowns on the ground. Expected possibly a little bit of rain, but the mullet, Gundy, will have the boys ready. Baylor, the bubble burst this week. Oklahoma State by double digits. We'll have a best bet from Brad Powers coming up here in just one moment. We'll let you know Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone knows there are all different kinds of jobs out there. If you've got a today job, select free same-day store pickup. If you'd rather take care of the job tomorrow, you can order as late as 10 p.m. with the free next-day delivery on AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Tuesday tradition here on Straight Out of Vegas. We get an early line move best bet from Brad Powers. Yeah, and we're 5-0 and on correctly predicting the line move here so far. 3-2 and on the best bets. And this week's best bet, Florida minus 6. Florida minus 6. Let's first talk about Florida's opponent. We've been talking about it. It's South Carolina. We're going to fade what I believe the market is overreacting to that big upset win over Georgia. Market upgraded South Carolina too much after that big win. A game that I thought South Carolina absolutely should have covered but shouldn't have won the game outright. And then on top of that, we cashed right here on Straight Out of Vegas. 
fading Florida last week. We took LSU, and I'm here to tell you, I felt very fortunate to cash a ticket with LSU. Why? Florida's last two possessions, they throw an interception in the end zone, and they get stopped on the two-yard line. If they just score on one of those, Florida gets the cover, not LSU. Add it all up. Best bet. Line move of the week. We're taking Florida minus six. Okay, so Brad, are, are you are you going to donate your Florida win, or I'm sorry, your LSU win to charity? No, I'm not, RJ. Okay, so fortunate didn't bother you. Just like, give it to me. I'm moving on. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I tell you this, you are going to feel so smart because, Jonas, here's what you got to know about these batters. <laughs> There's a certain ego to it that's necessary. <laughs> if you don't have that ego, you can't believe you can lay minus 110 versus the world. That's what a batter's doing. Everyone else gets to try to affect the line, and you have to lay 110 against that line. That is not easy. But if you can go against the team one week and then on them the next, you look a little like a magician, and these guys love that. Love it. High level of difficulty here. Straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. The Odd Couple is next here on many of these Fox Sports Radio affiliates. We will be back on the air tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. And as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Straight out of Vegas! Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.